0: Phantom Kiss You gained so much pleasure in seeing me suffer You cut through my heart often Watched as my blood spill Laughed like the devil You stamped your feet on me And squeezed me to the last hope of breath Leaving me with no air You left me with no confidence to see tomorrow With no excitement of life You left me lifeless. Hello there, how are you doing? This is Swan Podcast and I am your host, Shell Njoku. This is another Tuesday where we get to meet. Thank you for holding on and welcome to another episode of Things That You Should Know About Yourself is the episode of this week and I am excited about it. It was inspired by last week we had a call at work um, to donate blood for one of our colleague who was sick in the hospital and they needed um, blood and as us. A rare blood group, A-negative, where only two types of people can could donate blood or two types of people can only donate blood to such a person. Uh, a person who is A-negative, like me, can only receive blood from an A-negative or um O-negative and when the call was going on and i think they had tried i had not checked like um our work um, can i call it messaging center so i hadn't realized that there is someone who needed blood but a friend called me and they they asked the blood type i was and And it happened to be the same with that of the patient. And so I was obviously more than willing to donate my blood. And the point is not that I donated. The point is uh, when the call went on um, requesting colleagues to donate blood, not so many people know. The blood group, and I think it's quite unfortunate, especially um, at a time that we are in, where um, at least uh, in this season, I know of two people, two or three people, actually more than three people who have required blood, and I think it would be so unfortunate if such call goes out to people and we can't we think okay I don't even know the blood group that I am in how can I donate or it doesn't bother us because I don't know maybe we don't know the person and but I felt like I felt like knowing our blood group should be should be one of the things that we know about ourselves, and I'd like to urge anyone, um, you then ask your friend to just go get their blood tested and know the blood group that they are in. Because I think you can save a life. You can help someone out there, whether you know them or you don't it's good to know like the blood group you are and actually that's what inspired today's podcast because i feel like uh, knowing your blood group should be one of those things that we should know about ourselves knowing our blood group should be like one of the package like Tell me about yourself. Of course, when someone asks um, that, tell me about yourself, you're not going to say, and I am this and this, and I am in blood group, this. But somewhere at the back of your mind, you know that you're in this category. I think it's very helpful, especially um, if... No, you think about it, someone who is in O-negative, they can only receive blood from a person who is O-negative. And unfortunately, the, that blood group is a very rare type. And I, I think we just need to be aware because I think if you know especially that your blood group is very rare, and a person is in in the hospital even though you don't know them but there is a call to donate you want to donate because you know yourself you know like how rare this thing is you know how how different you are and in that same way you want to help someone and yeah that's i really hope that we get tested Please tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Go get your blood checked. Know the blood group that you're in. You can help save a life. So, um, number, okay, apart from that thing that you should know yourself, uh, you should know about yourself. Um, know your values. Um, values because you when you have values or standards, I don't know whether they're the same. But when you you find yourself in um, let's say in a in um, can I say conflict in a in like a conflict where there is a misunderstanding, and this other person, this other party is trying to pick a fight and. Let's say even whether it's a physical fight or a words fight. Like you know how to control your tongue. You're not going to say anything just because you can. But you know what your values are and what you stand for. And so you're going to limit yourself. You're just going to live because your standard or your values don't allow you to be in such in such a confrontation that is not for solving a problem it's just for elevating a problem and also you can more than often we can find ourselves in friendships and whether it's a romantic one whether they're just other kinds of friendships and you don't it's easy to pick just like I said like like last week it's easy to it's easy to separate yourself because you know that our standards don't don't go along so you're not going to you're not You know get involved in a friendship that it's not for you because you have a filter, um, a filter that is already there that you don't have to think about it. Whether, is this person good for me? Is this and this person good for me? You just know it naturally because you're going to pin them against your values. And if there is a conflict Uh, between the two then obviously that person ain't for you and number two the other thing that you know you should know about yourself is how to respond while you're in when you're in stress and for example um, when I'm stressed out I know this for sure is that um, I sleep a lot I think I have embarrassed myself here more than enough times um, of how much I sleep. But I can do more than 8 hours. I can actually do 10 hours or even more. When I am stressed out, it's usually that bad. Like I know when I'm stressed out, I sleep more. And that's a response to stress. So when I see... Or I find myself sleeping for that for all those hours I know okay now we need to deal with whatever is going on and my other response to stress is that I eat sometimes I eat a lot when I'm stressed out it's it's funny (laughs) it's just being an emotional eater. Some people, when they are stressed out, they are just they become emotional eaters, and I happen to be one of them. Yeah. So we should know how like we respond to stress, such that I know like I know when it's such a behavior, and it happened like few months ago when I was undergoing through this and this. I used to sleep for long hours and now I am going through this and this. Um, Then again, I am sleeping for long hours. I think we should try to be, we should be, can we say sensitive (laughs) to ourselves or listen to ourselves and know, okay, I have this pattern. Whenever I'm undergoing this and this, I have this kind of pattern, and I need to deal with it, just not to allow it to to become a problem in future. And in tied to that, because uh, to know like your response to stress, I think it's tied to knowing your personality, because um, in personality you're developing. Um, a sense of self-identity yes we say that I am a child of God and it's true your identity is there and you'll find that there are many parts of a human being there is the emotional part there is the will part okay The three parts of the soul. There is the the whole subconscious and conscious parts of us that we should like understand about ourselves. And you can't know such things in one day, but you can develop, you can be intentional about about knowing yourself and knowing who you are. What your personality is, um, there is the, um, um, there is the 16 personality, then there is this other personality that people are using these days. I am forgetting the name, but there is a personality, there are ways, uh, there are platforms online that can help you start off your personality journey, and I think it's super, super important to know who you are and like your triggers, um, how you respond to stress, how you, when you're involved in a conflict, how do you prefer solving the conflict? Um, Are you the type of, um, the type that want to keep quiet as you consume, like as you try to understand what was going on or are you the type that talks like at the moment? How does that affect other people that I am in relationships with? Whether it's family, friends, um, romantic relationship, whatever it is in one way or the other. How we solve conflicts is going to affect a person. Whether we think for us it's a good thing like for me i prefer keeping quiet then i'll talk about it later or even tomorrow or even a week later as i absorb the information but how is it making the other person feel as when i stay for that long without solving that conflict and if you like to solve the conflict right there at the moment how and i end up saying things that i didn't mean how does it make the other person feel and in that like we just learn to grow ourselves and um in tie to personality as we grow our personality or identity we need to know like our strengths what are my strengths what um what am i good at if you get asked and we get these questions often in in interviews and you're asked what are you good at and what are your strengths and it's it's um it's a thing where Of course i'm going to write that i am good cg interpersonal skills my communication skills my what i am fluent in these and these and all those are all good but if we don't sit to think uh even if it's like communication how do i prefer to communicate is it through the email messaging do i prefer like um um a physical where the the party is present the parties should be present where when i am communicating something and how do i expect uh people to respond to what i am going to say and like am i those who catch feelings when person doesn't respond within the next two minutes and like knowing that and knowing what and honestly know that I have said like um, if I can catch feelings if a person doesn't respond after two minutes and I don't mean when we are operating from a point of insecurity but it it should come from a place of peace a place that is totally healed not saying oh because this and this person treated me in this way that's why i prefer this and this but it's coming from a point of i actually prefer being communicated to this this way and i prefer communicating to people in this and this way and yeah that's like for the strengths um whatever it is like the interpersonal skills what does it to mean to me that i am good at in the interpersonal skills and it's dissecting that and making all those strengths that are mine fit me or or defining them according to the way they fit me um of course when you know your strengths it's good to know your weaknesses as well and in weaknesses um like um if you're a creative person um, or whether you you're a creative or you're not i think we need to know like to know s- Um, It's a very major thing to know about ourselves, knowing when I am most active. Do I prefer working in the morning? Do I prefer working in the evening? Do I prefer midday? What time am I best active? Like, If I know my weakness is waking up early, then I appreciate it and I don't feel bad for it. Even if someone calls me lazy, because I know from the moment I'm going to wake up, then start off my day, whatever time it is, whether it is 10 a.m., then I'm going to work all through the day until maybe 12 12 a.m. actually, and that fits me best. It may look like I am lazy to another person to wake up later in the day. But for me, I know it's a weakness and I embrace it. Unless it's something that I can really work on, I think. And that's why it's good to know our weaknesses because it allows us to see whether this is a weakness that I can work on or this is a weakness that I have to learn to live with. I don't know how many I've said. So the other thing. That we should know. About ourselves. Is what makes you happy. Um, last week. I was feeling a bit exhausted. And I was looking for. Um, I was thinking of taking a day off. And I was looking for places that I can visit, um, with in my, I wanted a place that is, um, maybe has a lot of greens. So I Googled, uh, places to visit, uh, cheap places to visit in Nairobi. And I came across libraries. Oh my God, my mind lit. And I was there Googling the, the many libraries that we have in Kenya and their history and, and, and I actually said I have to go to a library and I found out that most of the libraries have even old books and I started even imagining the smell of those old books and how excited they make me feel. And, yeah, I know maybe that's a another thing, but books make me happy. And, yeah, we should all look for something that makes us happy. The thing that makes us tick and, like, if I am feeling low, like, for example, in that specific day that I was Googling that, I was feeling so tired, so, so tired and, internally like physically tired and also internally tired and i was just looking for a break and then libraries happened and i actually for those minutes i was googling about libraries i forgot that i was tired i didn't feel tired anymore when i started imagining the smell of the old books anyhow yeah those are the some of the things that that we should know about ourselves that things um okay sorry the other thing is purpose and i listened to someone saying about we should have a picture of where we are going i think purpose Um, We develop it, not developing, it's already in us. We just need to discover it. And we need, it's discovered just like our identity, it's discovered over time. I think the only thing is that we should be intentional about uh, searching for our identity and remember it's within us. And for that, I think, I think we should know, like, at least, like, even though it's a quarter of our purpose, like, where am I living now? And, yeah, those are some of the things that we should know or you should know about yourself. That you should know about yourself and I should know about myself. I'm... Um, So that's it from me, Swan Podcast. And until next Tuesday, remember that Jesus loves you so, so much.